When the bells all ring and the horns all blow And the couples we know are fondly kissing Will I be with you or will I be among the missing? Maybe it's much too early in the game Thought I'd ask you just the same What are you doing, New Year's, New Year's Eve? Wonder whose arms will hold you good and tight When it's exactly Welcome to Richard Skipper's Friday Wrap-Up. This is 
the wrap up of all wrap ups this year, because we are going to wrap up this year. We're going to wrap it up by celebrating with some special guests that I've got waiting in the wings. And thank you all for being here, everyone who's showing up. Uh, Joyce Glasgow, I raise a glass to you. And before we started, I asked Joyce to pick a number, one through four. None of our guests know which number they're, uh, what door they're behind. So uh, I'm going to make it a little easier on them uh, by showing a clip. And this clip will tell you who our first guest is. And let me pull this up here. And here he is. All right. No more ballads. Let's hit the road. Thank you. I am uh, so glad that you're here. This is your second time with us. It is. Yes. And uh, we welcome you back. You. And uh, Happy New Year. 
Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you and to everyone out there. Um, How was your holiday season, first of all? It was good. It was really, really good. Um, you know, wound down and, uh, you know, came off the show and <laughs> got, back, got back to reality, <laughs> you know, once you land from those things. But no, it's really good. Um, and just enjoying a, a few days of just at home, which is nice. And um but actually, I'm heading up to. I'm coming to New York tomorrow. Actually, oh, so good for you. Good for you. Yeah, I'm going to see you here for New Year's Eve. No, no, I'm going to be tomorrow. Um, and I want to wish a give a shout out. It's to uh, to see the Callaway sisters. Uh, but I know Anne has been out uh, last night and tonight. But I know, right? I mean, wishing both of them, you know, both Anne a speedy recovery and and Liz. Um, but I was re reading through the stuff and like. Wow. I mean, to pivot at 2.30 for a 7 o'clock show, that's amazing. And, of course, they're just, you know, phenomenal. Well, of course, if anybody can do it, the Callaways can do it. Either one of them. Exactly. Anyway, yeah, well, thank you for having me back. This is so wonderful to be on the Well, I'm so glad. Uh, no, you just recently did a show uh, at uh, the Laurie Beachman uh, plug. I will be there on February 11th. Uh, so I want to – are you going to be there? Yes, I'm coming in for the show, yes. Oh, wow. Uh, yes. James Beeman – you and I have him in common. He directed both of us. And he is, I think, one of the most brilliant directors I've ever worked with. I agree. I mean, and, and that little clip, and thank you for sharing so much of that clip. Um, we, you know, we it was a travel theme show. Um, Come Fly With Me was with the title of it. And working with Jamie and the brilliant Tracy Stark as well, you see. She we did just the, saw there. Yes. She did the arrangement of... of um, of uh, on the road again, but we put that together. The third song after, because um, I'm a huge dinosaur fan, I had to have the commercial in there, you know. Yeah. Even though I was not even on the earth when that was out, I was still. Uh, but we ended that. We ended that set. It was it was kind of the road trip with the band um, segment of the show, and we ended with Route 66. And so it was this, but, but you know, Jamie just the way he masterfully pulls together a narrative with song and lets the song tell the story. Mm -hmm. just, and that's something that that he's taking me to this like you know next level so yeah yeah we love jamie well maybe may both of us be on the road again all year long uh i'm really looking forward to getting back to live performing again i just did a couple of spot dates this past mm -hmm. year and uh it was exciting and uh uh, I even got an award nomination out of one of the performances, so that was good. So uh, that was um, validation that I am going back to where I belong. Uh, but I want to ask you, um, this time of year, uh, do you set uh, resolutions? And if so, uh, do they stick? Um, I'm not sure if I set resolutions. Um, I think now that I'm in this community, this wonderful community, by the way, and your support and everyone I met this last year, I mean, I was, I'm going to do a wrap up of my own of the year. And when I look back, it's like, oh my gosh, the people I've met, the welcoming arms I've gotten. I think because I book workshops and shows and readings and things, those are kind of my goals. Um, so it, I guess in a way, yes. Um, and usually when I, when I book the room, it's like, okay, I guess I have to do this, you know, but that gives me a purpose and it gives me something to work towards. So, so yeah, I would say, I would say I do. I mean, at least in, a, in the performing aspect of my life, I do set um, goals, you know, resolutions. Of course, there's always the resolutions, you know, eat less, exercise more, but. And there's also <laughs> the goal to make no goals. 
So um, we're going to uh, bring on our next guest in just a moment. You're going to help me bring on the next guest. I don't know who I'm going to bring on. Uh, that's the excitement of this. Uh, so I want you to pull a number one through five, okay. and it's your mystery card of the day. Okay. I think last time I did three, so I'll do three. Uh, and the card is, would you rather date someone you love or date someone who loves you? What an interesting question. Oh, boy. Man, that, <laughs> I picked the wrong number. Who I love or who loves me? I think someone who loves me. Oh, I agree. That's wonderful. Well, anyone that loves you, you're going to love back anyway. So there you start with that. So I've got four people waiting in the wings. So bring on our next number, one through four. Uh, number two. And uh, I'm going to also, as I did with you, start with a clip so that she knows that she's coming on next. <laughs> she is. Kimberly. Thanks for having me. I am such a fan of yours and you've never been on the show before, but I've been watching your clips and watching you for a long, long time. And I was thrilled when I got your newsletter and I asked you to come on and you said yes. 
yes, we finally made it work. I'm so glad. <laughs> amazing. And while we were on a little bit of a break while I was backstage, I'm like, you know what? I'm underdressed. Oh, I'm, no. I have to be just like Richard. <laughs> so, no, no, I love it. Occasion, and I'm going to dress for it. Oh, good for you. <laughs> Well, Kimberly, I want to ask you, has this been a year of a lot of guesses for you? Oh, yeah. But I, I, I mean, I'm not sure that I've said yes so much as just gone with the flow and kept my eyes open and just uh, experienced and gone through a lot of change. Well, speaking of change, has there been an aha moment this year uh, that really impacted the way that you're uh, addressing your work? and the way that you're moving forward with your career. I think the aha moment was a reminder that I need to be singing. <laughs> I just bring so much more to the world when I am in my power singing. I had a rough couple years, like the last year and a half up until early this year that, you know, again, a lot of change, a lot of doubt and a lot of darkness, and I wasn't singing as much, and that just made it worse. I know. <laughs> I, I mean, think that's for, for the same path I was on. Yeah. So this this year, I got back on stage, had some great collaborations. That band you heard, that's a, a new collaboration with Dan Gable, and we're having a great time with it. The, the musicians are fabulous, and I just, I, I'm like, yeah, this is what I'm supposed to do. Like, I look different when I'm in a period of creating and singing. I feel different. And I think a lot of artists experience that same thing. You just know. It's like, yep, that's the reminder. I'm doing what I need to be doing. Absolutely. And when is your next appearance? My next appearance is on Sunday, New Year's Eve. And I'm producing it with my company, Classic Jazz Productions. It's going to be the Stop Time Review, which you just saw. And we're doing a four-hour New Year's bash, classic Hollywood theme in Webster, Massachusetts. Wow. So now, what is that mirror? I'm responding to an email here because one of our guests didn't get the link to come on. Um, uh, it's, um, it's about 20 minutes south of Worcester, Massachusetts, which is where I'm living these days. I moved from New York to Worcester, Mass. in February. I don't know if it's still there, but there used to be a club called the 241 Club. Is that still there or do you remember that? I feel like I would know th because that's a memorable name. I haven't heard of it, but I'm going to look into that. I'm going to drop a name. Years ago, Roslyn Kind was booked there and she wasn't able to do it. And so her manager at the time called me and said, are you available to do this? And I performed in this incredible room. Uh, ask me how incredible it was. How incredible was it? <laughs> there was a pool table in front of the stage and they played pool the entire time that I performed. Oh. <laughs> so, good for you, Rosden, for not being available. <laughs> uh, at least it wasn't TVs. I'm not yes. sure. So when I think of Worcester, Mass, oh, no. I want to come back. Uh, that's what I think of. So Kimberly, we want to bring on our next guest in just a moment. So um, I'm going to let you pull a number one through four for your mystery question, and then we'll bring on the next guest. Okay, I'll say number one. And your question, Kimberly, is would you rather be the funniest or smartest person in the room? I think I'd rather be the funny fool. 
I think I'm more that archetype <laughs> than anything else. I like to think I'm, I can be smart if needed, but I think I can bring a lot more good to people by being the funny one. Well, Kimberly, because of that question and your answer, um, I want to do this a little differently. I'd like to bring on our next guest because I think that's the perfect segue to bring him on. Shall we? All and right. here he is, one of my favorites. Frank Ferrante stars in his one-man celebration of the comic legend... Groucho! This award-winning show has finally been captured on film. One morning, I shot an elephant in my pajamas. How he got in my pajamas, I don't know. Don't miss the spirit of the legendary funny man. The stories, songs, improvisation, and laughter. Groucho, you just said the secret word. Experience Frank Ferrante's Groucho. So, Frank, you're both. You're both the smartest and the funniest man in the room. <laughs> Hardly. I'd rather be the smartest in the room. I've been the funniest. The smartest is more and more intriguing, actually, to me. Well, you know, I, I, I spent this, you know, uh, there were a few days on PBS uh, when they re-showed your incredible evening with Groucho. Uh, and I went back and I saw the interview that uh, Groucho did with Dick Cavett. And that special where you get to know the man behind the mustache, so to speak, uh, was just incredible. And I've shared this with you, but I'll share this again. I think it was 80, 1984 when you were at the Lucille Hotel Theater. 86, 86, 87, yeah. 86. I remember going to see the show wow. and you and Faith Prince, and mm -hmm. I fell in love with both of you. And I am just watching everything they uh, come to be with you. And especially, you just got a star on the Palm Springs Walk of Fame. I did, I did. Uh, two, actually, it was two years ago. I just got back from the desert. I was just there this morning and I was fighting traffic to get to the Richard Skipper show <laughs> with a slight hangover. I was celebrating uh, my college roommate's 60th birthday. And so I gotta get there, I gotta, and so I'm here. But yes, that was a great honor. And a lot of the Marx family was there. Groucho's grandson and great grandson, and Harpo's son was there. Bill Marx, who's a great, he's an, is a great jazz musician and arranger. Uh, and my family was there, and people from different parts of my life were there, from high school and grammar school and peers. And so that was it's nice, to, and it was a recognition for contributions to theater since it's been almost. 40 years, you, know, you and I have had this conversation. And I yes. always, I, it's nice to always come across someone who was there at the Lucy Lortel in the village on Christopher Street, who saw that show in 86, 87. I was so proud of it. I was only 23 years old. Faith Prince is maybe six years older than I, you know, we were kids doing the show. Mm -hmm. I was playing Groucho from age 15 to 85 and Faith Prince was playing 12 different roles. And, you know, she's a genius at what she does, a Tony award winning genius. And we're still friends, which is remarkable concerning how much time has passed. And I love her uh, so much. She was so great in, in Guys and Dolls, of course, winning that. Oh, show. my God. And we'll give a shout out to her. She's yeah. coming back to Broadway, God willing, uh, with a new show about Betty Boop. Right, called Boop. It's right Boop. now trying out in Chicago uh, as we speak. So I'm excited for her. She's, you know, she's, you know, she's a legend. Well, so are you. I'll go on. This well, no, I'll Happy go one. on, I'll go on. And you've got, if I'm, you know, I hope you don't mind me going here, but I think you have a big birthday coming up. I just had a big birthday. I was turned uh, 60. 
Yeah. And I feel like I'm 23. But uh, I think the highlight, I, I, it was a good year this past year. I spent six months in Chicago in the, in the theater district as where Faith is right now doing a show, a cabaret, kind of a Cirque cabaret show, which I'm the host of it. And it's a lot of improv and audience uh, crowd work interaction. I came up with this character, Forte, and uh, this Latin loverish character. And, and uh, my big highlight uh, of my 60th year was throwing out I'm not an athlete. My dad, my dad loves sports. My brothers love sports. I was, you know, I'm too busy, you know, putting on makeup and doing plays and, and playing with puppets when I was a kid, but everyone else was, you know, into little league. I'm the only member of my family to throw out a first pitch at a major league baseball game. I did that for the White Sox. And I spent a week and a half, Richard, trying to get that ball over the plate. <laughs> I would embarrass every performer that ever lived. I felt I was representing and so that was that was one of my highlights of my of my 60th year, but I wow. you know I've had a great year. I was six six months like I was in Chicago, and, and the audiences are great there. The press is great there. It's a city for those who who are from there, and, and for those on this screen who worked there, you know that it's such a loving crowd. The uh, Chicago audiences are proud of 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 what they are, you know, and, and they tell you when they like you, and they tell you when they don't like you. So I was there for six months, and then I'm. Spent a couple of months in Calgary doing the the Groucho show, uh, which was a fascinating thing. That's wonderful. Now, Frank, your father-in-law was a playwright. Am I correct? correct? A Tony-nominated playwright. Yes. yes. And David Rogers, um, Joe Brancato, oh. who is the artistic director of Penguin Rep, was mm -hmm. supposed to be here. Mm. Um, I, um, I'm going to send a little. I want to get him on here. Okay. Um, I'm going to send you the invite again, Joe. And uh, I will send this to, uh, I'm doing this while I'm talking to uh, all of you, um, but uh, let's do this. So Joe can come on here. I can, I can vamp and talk about David Rogers while you look. Yes, up. please do. But, uh, you know, David Rogers uh, was my former, he's, pa he's, he's passed on. He was my former father-in-law, but uh, we had a very spiritual connection. And he wrote the, uh, the lyrics and book for a show called... Um, uh, Charlie and Algernon that I think played for a week on Broadway and Frank yes. killed uh, with Charles. He wrote it with Charles Strauss of all people, but, but Tr David Rogers would do special material in the day for Kay Ballard, Pat Carroll, Hermione Gingold, uh, B. Lilly. I mean, this, he was a brilliantly funny man, uh, wrote, wrote, did musical uh, work for the Carol Burnett show. And oh so uh, in a way he was like the, in a way a father that I, that I he probably sh should have had, and because we, he had this great wit, but yeah, and Joe Brancata, that you know, it's, it, they they worked together. He did he did a, he um, wrote a lot of plays. Well, and, Joe, check your email because I just sent the link uh, to another email address that I have for you, um, and we'll get him on here as soon as he pops on. Um, but I reached out to him saying, "Can you? Here he is. Uh, talk about timing. Get him on. Here he is, Joe Brancato." <clears throat> but I reached out to him saying, "Can you? Here he is." Oh my God, this is so cool. This is so wonderful. I've been enjoying you guys for the last few minutes and I was having trouble getting into this thing. But anywho, Frank, oh my gosh. Nice to see you, Joe. My gosh, it brings back such memories to me just connecting with you. You need to know, I never told you this, but David Rogers appeared on the scene at Penguin Rep. We're in our 44th year now. And he appeared on the scene when I did a production of his called Tom Jones. Mm -hmm. And we mounted the hell out of the show. And 
we were so nervous because the the, the playwright was coming to see the show. <laughs> And he and his dear wife came and we, oh my God, and his beautiful daughters. Right. In, oh, One um, of which I married. I know, Amanda. <laughs> and then we got divorced. Oh, you did? Oh, we did, but we're very close. So of there course. you have it. So that's good to hear. But uh, the memories were just amazing. And, and we then dug out a couple of shows that he did, even the Shadows Dance we did together. And then we did also, in fact, um, I've got the name, but um, a, a man wrote the music for that, who is very prominent now, does all the Disney stuff. Uh, anyway. Oh, um, uh, Mencken. Mencken. David Rogers wrote, was the guy that wrote for, with all these great people, like um, Strauss and um, uh, Kander and Mencken, but he never got to be the one that landed the hits. But, right. but David Rogers was of the same ilk. He's, the thing that maybe everyone on the screen will know is that is the is the book version, the novelization, or the play version of Flowers for Algernon. Yes. And we all read that in school, and that was David Rogers doing. That's it was right. based on a novella. So we we were weaned on that that kind of work as an early piece of of, of playwriting. And it's that's really, right. I remember really we, I remember we were doing a play uh, of his, an original play that he had done a workshop of, and then we decided to pick it up and he was going to rework it. And Andrew Horn, my partner in, at the theater as well as in life, gave it the title "Secondly in the First Place." And David, <laughs> David loved that title. And we went, we we did it. And uh, David also appeared as an actor yes, on my did. stage. And um, he has uh, so many great memories of going up to his house in Connecticut sure. and his wife making chicken salad with with grapes in it and i was like wow oh my these are, god these are really white people i thought yes, they, they were a jew <laughs> i mean he passed as a white person well, in connecticut i know and he was this jewish jewish guy his real name he'd hate for me to say it was gene rosenberg that's how i remember right. that, yes. uh, <laughs> and his wife was june l walker who played opposite tony bennett in highland park in chicago uh as adelaide speaking of adelaide she played that's adelaide june l walker was kind of a star for for quite a while. Yes, and um, well, David Rogers was also on Broadway. He played uh, he was it erroneous? I think he did on the revival of Funny Thing I'm on the Forum, and he he toured with a show that I developed and edited and first directed called Old Wicked Songs. He played it was a two hander. He played Moshkon. It was the third most produced play in the country. So right. David Rogers, I'm glad we're honoring this because we love the theater people, and David awesome. Rogers is one of those. Uh, you know, he's not his uh, praises are not sung enough. Right, but John, I, John Marins was the author of that play. Correct, and I and I directed the first production. I got the first booking, and I edited that that play. And he would, it, it was amazing. But I would say, um, you know, I'm very proud that uh, I got was able to get David's obituary. He got a very su substantial obituary in the New York Times. So theater people, go Google David Rogers playwright. Yes, Absolutely. there you go. So, Joe, thank you for bringing all that up. Um, I, I'm going to bring it up in just, in just a moment. Uh, Joe, are you able to stick around for a few minutes? Yes, certainly. Okay, so I'll start with you, Joe. Um, I've got three mystery cards laid out. So pull a number one through three. Three. And your question is, uh -oh. would you rather experience the beginning of planet Earth or the end of planet Earth? Well, we're... We're experiencing the latter right now. So I'll opt for the former. Great. And Frank, you pull a number one through two. Uh, two. <laughs> one and a half, 1.5. Yes. Uh, one, um, would your you favorites. rather win a Grammy or an Oscar? Oh, I'd rather win an Oscar. 
no question. Because I'm an, I'm an actor at, 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 uh, at the core. Yeah. Well, I'm going to bring on another amazing actor. Some of you may know him. He's a surprise guest today. Uh, but I've gotten to know him. Uh, we have a mutual friend who every Friday night at six o'clock through COVID, we had a virtual cocktail party. <laughs> and uh, how Lyndon would pop in and all these people would pop in. And it was a great chance for all of us to get and talk theater. And this man lives, talks, and breathes it. And that's Michael Cohn. Michael, welcome to the show. Hi. Do you all know Michael? Hi. I'm not sure. I've, Frank and I might have worked together at one point. That's maybe in a previous life, even. Uh, of the I Sing? No, I have. I love that show, but I haven't. But I'm familiar okay. with you, Michael. Cleveland Playhouse. Okay. Oh. Yes. So, Michael, what's going on with you? I mean, um, Michael, um, you know, this is the story of my life, uh, but I jump on these opportunities. Uh, Michael accidentally sent an email to me today thinking I was another Richard. Uh, but I'm the Richard. Autocorrect. He is. Autocorrect. <laughs> Things happen like that. Yes. But, Michael, I'm thrilled you're here. Thank you. Uh, not a thing going on. I'm, I'm, I'm happily retired. I live in Central California, uh, Central Coast of California. And uh, there's, I, I, ca I came back here where I went to school in the 70s. Where's that? Uh, Santa Maria, California. It's beautiful it's, there. It's uh, Pacific Conservatory of the Performing Arts. And Michael, do you miss it? Um, kind of. It depends. It depends on what. It depends on the last play I saw. <laughs> uh -huh. uh, the, the, you know, the good ones. I say, oh, gosh, I I kind of miss that. But uh, the bad ones, like God, I'm glad I'm out of that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing a, the the final dress of a. a I'm not going to say the name because it wasn't a hit. Say the it. Final dress of a of a a, broad, <laughs> a show that was opening on Broadway, and I just said. They're sweating so much. I don't miss the sweating. <laughs> no, I, you know, I'm I'm working on a, a new show, and I'm doing a lot of research to refresh my brain. And I was reading today about Mary Martin uh, doing Jenny. Are any of you familiar with this musical? Mm -hmm. uh, Jenny was a musicalization of the life of Lorette Taylor. Oh my God! Oh. I just finished her. I just finished a book about her. And I'll give it to you. It's a great book. Uh, I would love to read it. But the it was a massive, massive, massive flot, a flop. Mm. Uh, Schwartz and Dietz uh, did the score, and they were they were firing people left and right, and they uh, this uh, they spent so much time building the set, they didn't spend as much time building the story, mm. and uh, it huge. Uh, and she also had such a reverence for Lorette Taylor. They were friends, but mm. she never felt that she could bring the character to justice. And that's why they named, uh, they renamed the show to Jenny. They came up with an arbitrary name uh, so that she would feel in her mind that she was not playing Lorette Taylor, but she was playing Lorette Taylor. <laughs> so I'm gonna bring on our next guest and we're gonna have a little fun with everybody in a few moments. Um, uh, but before I do, there are two cards left. And uh, like we did with Frank, pull a number one through two. <laughs> who is, 
You. Me? Yeah. Number one. And your question is, would you, would you rather be rich or famous? Oh, rich. <laughs> rich. I've, rich. I've, I've, I've had famous friends, and that's too much work. Right. <laughs> rich. All of us. Rich. Yeah. Same. Yes. <laughs> yes. I want to ask all of you, um, do you have anyone in your uh, circle of friends uh, that is, um, and don't go there, Joe, um, of royal blood? Why did you say don't go there, Joe? Because I knew where you were going to go. Uh, but it <laughs> well, I guess... I guess, Richard, d define royal. I know a lot of royals who are self-coronated. <laughs> so possibly, but I don't know if they're actually... I have a friend who is a real, honest-to-God prince. And he oh. will tell you all about it in a few moments. But we're going to see him in action, first of all. And here he is. Watch the moonlight glisten in your blue eyes. Enlighten all my world tonight, glowing all around. I see the starlight brighten up my dark day, enchanting like a I'll take 
Prince, that was wonderful. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Now, Prince, you and Frank have something in common. Yes, we both have a star on the Palm okay. Springs Walk of Fame. Palm Springs Walk of Fame. And mine, but mine is right next to Carol Channing. So, yes. and Carol was a friend of mine. Yes, and we found out. Uh, you know, I was there for Carol Channing's uh, star dedication, and that you were there as well. And we didn't even know each other at the time. Not at all. You know, I was I was actually standing over there by uh, Harlan, and uh, some lady next to me. She fell down those steps, so I was down there trying to pick her up. Uh, you, you know, the steps went up. <laughs> Frank, where is your star? Uh, at three sixty. Three, oh, wait a minute, 369 North Palm Canyon, right in front of the old Azul nightclub. I was there for eight years. I had a show there called Evening with the Prince. Right. And Frank, where is your star? Uh, 125 South Palm Canyon Drive. It's, it's across from the theater, the old uh, the Plaza Theater there, which was a live space. So it's, it was put there because uh, the fact that the theater is right there. I'm next to Tab Hunter, and we hang out. Oh, <laughs> that's great. We should all get together. Carol, Tab, and Prince. Yeah, and Prince. I, I met Tab. You're all invited. I met Tab. He was really a nice guy. Oh, he was a great guy. You yeah. know, very, very friendly. And, uh, yeah, but, you know, I, I'm not going to drop names, but okay. there's a, a major name who is going to be getting a star on the Palm Springs Walk of Fame. We've been working on this. And, uh, uh, all I'm going to say is she replaced Barbara Streisand in Funny Girl, so uh, you'll all know who that is. I love so, her. Yeah, if it, it, but don't I don't want to jinx it. You know, we're hoping that she's going to be there. She is. Mine <laughs> is there too. Uh, but uh, so tell us about the video that we just saw. Uh, the video, well, the song was written by a friend of mine, Paul Weston, out of Wales, and he wrote it as an homage to Judy Garland. That's why you see Judy appearing all throughout the video. Um, and the sad part is that when he offered me the song, of course, you know, we're all singers, and when we hear a song, we know it's a song we have to sing. Uh, we just resonate with it. And so uh, he gave me the song, we recorded it, I uh, sent it to him, he heard it, and he loved the song, he loved the recording. Um, and I said, Paul, one day I'm gonna take this song to the world. Not sure how, when, or where, but it's gonna take, I'm taking it to the world. And shortly after um, he heard the, my recording, uh, he died uh, unexpectedly at 55 years old of a heart attack in his bathroom. So um, I, I'm fulfilling what I said I was gonna do, that I was gonna take this song to the world. Wow, who did the video for you? It's a remarkable video. Uh, my dear, it's my actually my business partner, Brian Hopp. Uh, we are writing partners. We have several songs out now that we're writing together. And he's also a videographer. He's produced several movies. Uh, we just like, we've known each other for probably 12 years. And just within the last year or two, we've connected and like become business partners. So now we're doing a lot of productions and putting it out there. He's also a singer and an actor. Great. And what's coming up next for you? Oh, let's see what's coming up next. Well, I have I have two movies booked for this year. I've been studying German because I'm doing an international uh, IMAX 3D movie called The Lost Ship, directed by. Let me see if I get this right. Axar. Halabadi, 
and uh, it's going to be shot on many on several continents. Um, I'm studying German. So I've been studying, getting ready for my part. I'm singing in German also, which I've never done before. Uh, it was this movie was already uh, in process. It hasn't started filming yet, but it was already in post production. Uh, yeah, pre production. I'm sorry. And they saw me, and he heard me. And he said, oh, my God, he says, I, I have to have you for my film because it starts in 1942 Germany. And he says, my God, you look so Aryan. And do you, do you sing or speak German? And I said, no, I've never done that. He says, well, um, you're going to have to do that. And he said, if it's going to be a challenge, we will get a German actor and singer and we'll just dub them with you. And I said, no, it has to be it has to be me. Because he said, I'm writing something for you that's so going to be so spectacular that it's going to give you uh, a huge international exposure and success. So I said, it has to be me. So wh whatever it takes, I'm going to make this work and we're going to make it happen. We'll see how the German comes out. Well, I, I know, knowing you, it's going to come out perfectly, and I, uh, I'm holding on to that. Well, so there was one question left, and it's yours uh, yeah. by uh, a, uh, elimination. And the question is: Would you rather live in an apartment in the city or a mansion in the country? Well, I've done both. Let me think. I had a, actually, I had a loft. I had a gorgeous loft. Um, I'm not a country boy. I'm a city boy. I've got cement in my blood. <laughs> I, I mean, I, you know, I lived in New York for a while. I mean, I'm a New York type of person, uh, even though I'm in California now. Um, I would say city. I, I just, I can't live in the country. Not for a little bit of time. No. <laughs> Not permanently. As we begin to wrap up today's show, uh, and I want to thank you all for being here today, uh, I'm going to ask each of you a question um, based on my reading this week. Uh, I do a lot of readings on uh, creativity and spirituality and trying to tie it all together and, uh, and just things that pop into my head as I'm reading these things. I put on these cards and I save them for my Friday wrap-up show. Uh, and then we're going to go around again. I'm going to give my closing remarks for the day. And then I'm going to give each of you a chance to have your closing remarks. It could be about anything that we spoke about today that you want to build upon, anything that we didn't talk about that you wish we had, or just any final message you want to leave with everyone as we wrap up this show today. And each, as you finish your speaking, you'll pick the next person. And when the last person is standing, uh, when you say goodbye, uh, my final song that I've got prepared uh, for today will play. And I'll start with you, Christopher. And the question for you is, who is the one person that you would desire to spend most of your time with in the next year? Wow. Um... You've stumped me. I'm going to say my director, Jamie. Okay, great. Because of just, I have a tribute coming to my, my final Facebook post and just the, the, gosh, he's taken me, I think I used this phrase before, from zero to hero. And I'm excited about to just continue to work with him and to develop <clears throat> what I'm doing here. So, yeah, I'd say Jamie. Okay, good. Uh, Kimberly, uh, we've just come through the uh, holiday season 
bring Joe back on. Um, and my question for you is, um, do you get caught up in the hustle and bustle of the holiday season? Um, are you a shopaholic? Um, and do you prefer shopping in stores or online? All of that you can wrap mm. I'm definitely an online shopper. I'm guilty of the Amazon Prime membership, although I, I wish I could say I shop small every day of the year. But um, I do when I can. So definitely an online shopper. And I get caught up in the hustle and bustle more than I'd like to. I'm the type of person who thinks that we should be celebrating family and community and togetherness and love every day. <laughs> so I, I struggle a little bit with times of excess. And I'm in a recovery mode right now. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I think you. I get caught up. <laughs> Great. Uh, Prince, um, yes. it, out of all of the events that you've done this year, uh, which one resonates at the very top? If you could live that day over and over and over again on a loop. Oh, probably because I attend the Oscars. You know, I, I love walking the red carpet. It's one of my favorite things to do. You know, it's like the reward you get for doing all this work. Oh, wow. So you were at the Oscars this year. Last year, yeah. And uh, I, I may be performing at one of the parties this year. I'm waiting to hear. So, uh, yeah, this is, you know what? All of us, we love what we do. I was born to do this. I knew at five years old what I was going to do my whole life. And I know we, all of us here, knew exactly what we were going to do. Absolutely. Uh, Michael, out of all that you've worked with, um, who would you consider to be the mentor that you learn the most from? And what was the greatest lesson that you've learned in this business from that person? Okay. Um, <clears throat> I think I, I tended to be an act. I, I, I was an actor who pounded it into the ground. And I did, an, uh, the first time I worked with him, I, I did a tour of Music Man with Larry Kurt. Wow. And Larry was really understated. Mm. I played Marcellus, so we had all of my scenes were, were, were with him. And toward the end of the run, I said, I think he's got something there. <laughs> Good I you. don't have to work that hard. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I learned a lot. I, I, I worked with him a couple of times more. And uh, the last time we were, we were at a party, and I, I, I told him that. I said, I've learned so much from you. And he, bless his heart, he just got embarrassed. <laughs> so he, he was a, a lovely man, the funniest, one of the funniest people I've ever met in my life. And that's I amazing. learned so much from his understatement. Wow, that's amazing. Um, um, Frank, uh, tell us about a place that caught your imagination as a kid that you really desire to go to, that you actually ended up going to as an adult, and did it live up to your expectations? A place. Oh, gosh. I would say uh, New York City. I came from a suburb in California, Sierra Madre, small town in Pasadena area. And I remember reading about New York City through all those biographies and autobiographies that I had on my shelves of performing arts related, all these people I wanted to, to meet and intrigued me. And I remember reading Harpo Speaks and he's, and it's, it's a beautiful book. And uh, he so beautifully describes New York City and the hustle and, and, and bustle. 
and uh, and then as a I never thought I'd be be in the city, let alone work in that city. And to be 23 years old and to land there and to walk those streets, I felt like my feet never touched the ground. And uh, I remember hearing different languages coming from a suburb. You, you heard one language, of course, and one kind of person. And it was intoxicating. And I thought, wow, the world is big and beautiful and expansive. So I think New York City to me holds a very special place in, in my in my heart. So that's, that's what I said. Yeah. Uh, mine too. I mean, it was the same thing. I grew up in South Carolina and New York was a dream. And uh, uh, and I still feel that way when I'm walking in this, uh, in the streets of New York. Uh, Joe, last week, uh, we uh, there was a question that came up, and the question was, uh, would you rather be gossiped about or not talked about at all? And uh, if people are gossiping about you, what do you think they're saying? What do I think or what do I hope? Uh, either or, either or, either or. Well, I'm going to have this because it's the holiday and we're ending the new the year and we're all in this spirit, this wonderful spirit. Um, I have to say, I, I hope that they are saying, what a great guy. That's what I hope. That Can you, I say something? Yes. They're saying that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and what, a, what a gift. I want I want to. And Frank, you're going to get in touch with me through uh, through Richard, please. I want to I have to see you. I'd love that. Have, Thank you. I've heard I've heard about you for for yeah. many many years. Well, I'm the theater is one of my favorite theaters. Penguin Rep, Stony yeah. Point, New York. Yeah. Everyone, Google it. Look it up. Uh, yeah. I have never seen a show there that I was not touched by. We're very excited. We're bringing in Gene and Gilda in the in into the city. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, the show by Carrie Gitter. So we're doing that oh. to everyone. A really beautiful, healthy, safe. Oh my God! This world. Don't go anywhere yet, get... Joe. Okay. Gonna, because to... I'm going to give you a chance to give your final word. So hold on to that thought for just okay. a moment. I'm going to begin, and then I'll turn it over to you, Joe. When you finish, you'll be the next person, and so on and so on. Um, this has been an amazing year for me, um, in terms of the people that I've had a chance virtually uh, to have on the show. So any of you who see the show, I want to say thank you. I also want to thank every person who showed up for any of the shows that I did this year. Um, I know that I can speak for every single person on this panel. When you show up, we don't take it lightly. Mm -hmm. uh, so thank you for showing up, for being there for us, and for each other. Um, I have a theory that the world is as screwed up as it is right now is because more and more people are disconnecting from one another. And I think it's very important. That's the mission with what I want to do with this show on Fridays. Um, but my real intention in the new year is to uh, be face to face with all of you. Uh, so I've got a couple of shows lined up and uh, I've got a couple of bites and uh, I'm starting to book this new show. We're celebrating 60 years of Hello, Dolly and all of the women and a few men who have played the role. Uh, and uh, we're going to be celebrating them. We've got uh, celebrities from Dolly who are sending me film clips uh, about what the show means to them. It's an interactive virtual show. Uh, the audience is very much a part of the show uh, on many, many levels. Uh, so uh, go to richardskipper.com, look me up. And uh, if I'm not in your town, 
request me. Uh, I want to get out there amongst the people again. I end all of my shows by telling everyone to go out and do something nice for somebody else without expecting anything in return. Uh, go to your Facebook friends list. I think all of you are on Facebook. And the seventh name that pops up on your friends list, reach out with a phone call tonight. Mm. Not an email message, not a text message, uh, not a private inbox message, a phone call. And let that person know the impact that they made on your life this year. Uh, and by doing so, you're going to make an impact on their life. Just in the last few days, there have been people uh, that I've been lucky enough to call friends in this business. Uh, three friends passed away this week. And I see when this happens, an outpouring of love. Uh, people posting photographs with them, uh, saying how much they meant to them. And I go, wouldn't it have been nice if they could have experienced that three or four weeks ago? Um, so I don't wait until someone has passed away to let the, uh, let the world know the impact that that person has made on you. I have a dear friend, Sean Moniger, and he says, we're all in the same storm, but we're in different size boats. And I always say, I don't care what size boat you're on, as long as you have a skipper by your side. Ah. With that, I'm going to say au revoir. I'll see you all next Friday. Uh, in the meantime, uh, keep thinking those good thoughts. And Joe, I'm turning it over to you. It's all yours. Me? Well, I would just like to say that this is an opportunity. Tomorrow, Eve, is an opportunity for all of us and anyone who listens or anyone of us sitting here talking to each other. I think just as a, because we're all connected in this business, I just want to extend my warm wishes for a healthy and happy and safe new year and hopefully an opportunity for us to do what we love to do because so many people do gain from what we do. Sometimes we question, what are we doing? Why are we doing it? We reach a lot of people and um, I wish you all great things in the new year. It was great to meet each and every one of you. Thank you. Bye. Since he didn't pick the next person, I will. Christopher. <laughs> thank you. Uh, and thank you, Richard, for having me on. It's wonderful to be in such esteemed company. Um, just a couple of days ago, I'm, I, it may be in my bio, I was a trained classical pianist uh, before I got into what I'm doing now, performing. And just two days ago, I picked out some pieces I played many, many years ago as a young man. But the one phrase I would say comes to mind is only connect picking up what um, Richard was saying about seeing people and connecting. Uh, it's an epitaph. I think it's the, it's kind of the opening kind of summation of Howard's end by Ian Forster. And it was a, a novel I sipped in college. And of course the brilliant film with Emma Thompson. But I say, I think the message is just only connect, connect all the stuff, connect all the parts of who we are, what we do, why we do it um, and connect it with love because we love what we do. We want to share that love. We want to share that message. We want to share our stories. And I was on a, this this panel in November, I think it was Deborah Stone, she said, you know, we have so many things, we bring so much to the table at this stage or any stage, you know, so let's share that and let's connect. I would say that. So um, happy holidays, happy new year, everyone. I'm looking forward to 
seeing you all in person at some point very soon. And um, I just want to say thank you. Uh, I'm going to pick Kimberly. All right. Oh, that was beautiful, Christopher. So many beautiful words and sentiments today. Thank you so much, Richard, for having me on. And thanks to all the other guests here. You've all had legendary careers and lives and continuing. I, I, I'm going to have to stay in touch and see what you're all up to next. So thanks for having me. Um, I'd say uh, the number one thing that's been on my year this year is the power of mentoring both as a mentor and as a mentee. Um, I teach a lot of adults uh, who wanna learn how to sing. And the big difference between my life and theirs is that I've been given mentoring opportunities. And um, I mean, that's really the big difference. So I wanna encourage anyone who is looking at what we do and wondering how we got where we are, um, just, Find a mentor and vice versa. If you're in this position and you get to spend your life doing what you love so much, share that love, help others, lift them up. I've heard so many horror stories this year from my students who were just shut down at various times in their lives, whether as a child or as an adult or thinking that they couldn't sing or one person made one unkind comment. So please be kind and, and lift other people up. That's what I'm going to leave here with. Thank you all so much. I'm going to pass it off to Michael. Ah, thank you. Um, <clears throat> it's been I'm 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 realizing as, as you know that we we come into the new year. This pandemic is finally over, and I, I feel like we need Glinda the Good Witch walking around saying, "Come out, come out, wherever you are." Uh, it's because I just as I retired, everything shut down. I couldn't, you couldn't go anyplace, and so for the new year, I think my my uh, my sister-in-law, who uh, is a well, was a dancer, uh, had this wonderful sign on uh, up in her kitchen: "When in doubt, keep stepping." <laughs> and that's it. Just keep keep moving, keep going. Don't look behind you. Just keep going. And uh, Prince Fleet Easton, Europe. Oh, I wanted to ask you one question. Oh, Michael, I want to see if he, where he grew up. I want. Did you grow up? Where did you grow up at? Fresno, California. Okay, because I know you said you did stuff in Cleveland, and I because I'm from Akron, and ah. I did I I did stuff at the Cleveland Playhouse a hundred years ago. Oh, yes. Oh, I love. Yeah, I loved <laughs> Cleveland. I played there again with the tour. I just love it there. Uh, well, thank you so much. Yes, I want to say. I, I, well, I am also an ordained spiritual minister. So my job is to heal, inspire, empower, and prosper the world and all those that I come in contact with. And I'm sending out beautiful, loving blessings to everyone that was here today, whether you're on screen or you're out there in YouTube land. And know that whatever it is you want to achieve in life, it's inside of you. That's the real place. You can do it. So have a beautiful day. I'm sorry that I wasn't able or didn't attend your star unveiling, Frank. I'm I sorry. Know about I, it. I would have gone to yours. Well, mine was six years. Mine was seven years ago. Oh yes, I was just getting <laughs> out of high school. Oh, <laughs> ah, that's funny. <laughs> Thank you so much, Richard. Thank you, everybody, and have an absolutely awesome new year. And may all your dreams come true. Take care. God bless.
Well, I guess that leaves me. The, the cheese, is it the cheese stands alone? In this case, maybe the ham stands alone. I'd just like to underline some of the themes uh, that we've heard uh, during this program. I'm finding myself these days saying I love you a lot um, to people I may not normally say it to, friends, even acquaintances, certainly to family. Um, I was at a birthday last night and was able to just be completely open about my gratitude for this college roommate of mine. Uh, better to do it now than at a memorial service. Um, so more I love yous from me. Uh, some of my peers, colleagues in, in the theater have gone, people like uh, who I respect and admired, people like Ben Lippitz and uh, Michael McGraw, are all known names, Broadway people and um, I think about these great these great lives and we don't know how much time we have. So let's keep loving each other. And I'm really focusing on letting go of fear, fear of scarcity, and looking at the fact that it's 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 a big world and there's so much possibility and not to stay in my little tunnel visioned existence. So stay hopeful and loving, and I'm always grateful. So Richard, you are the Mr. Altruism and Kindness. Thank you for having us all on. And thanks for anyone who, who's come across this, this, this video. Mwah. Should old acquaintance be forgot? Never brought to mind Should old acquaintance be forgot And days of all one sign For old land sign, my dear For old land sign We'll tack a cup For all land We twa run up with the brace and put the gowans fine. We've wandered many's the weary fed since days of all land For And we twa he piddled in the barn From morning sun till dine Oh, but seas between us, babe, they roared Since days of all that sign For all that sign, my dear For all We'll take a cup of kindness yet for all sign. 
And there's a hand, my trusty fear. Here's a hand, O thine, and we'll tack a record well he walked for all and For all and dear, for all and we'll tack a cup, O For all sign, my dear, for all sign, we'll take a cup of oh, kindness yet.